everyone. Today I'm going to be sharing the conversation that I had with Lindsay from Life After Loss, her Instagram page, where we really connected over our shared experience of learning to support ourselves through journaling our grief. And here is the conversation. Hello everyone. Happy Friday to everyone. We have finally made it to nearly the weekend. I don't know about you guys, but it's definitely been a long week, a beautiful week, but a long week. Um, So today I am happy to have Hani from Live Love Inner Peace join me today to talk about a very meaningful topic to me and that is writing through our grief. Um, She's actually joining in just a moment. Um, So yeah, so it's important and a beautiful topic for me just because I myself am a writer and I know that I started writing, I want to say like back when I was like maybe 14, 15. Um, So Uh, to be able to have this space um, with someone else who's also a writer and kind of share with you guys a little bit about our stories and our insights. Hello, honey. Hi. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for agreeing to join me on this beautiful conversation. I was just telling everyone that it's meaningful for me because I too am a writer and I know just how much writing has done for me. So I love being able to share this space with you and just being able to kind of dive in as to like, you know, what writing even does, you know, at the end of the day for any kinds of experiences that we may be going through. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. So um, while everyone is joining, why don't we just tell everyone a little bit about yourself, what brought you to the grief space, a little bit about your page and anything else you may want to share? Sure. <laughs> um, where do I start? Well, I always had grief inside. I mean, I struggled a lot, you know, went through kind of, you know, kind of emo- a lot of emotional abuse and just, um I had a lot of losses in my life, but I kind of just pushed it away and tried to get busy. And life always encouraged encourages you, I feel, to just, you know, move on and be happy and forget about it. And Oh, absolutely. I, I wrote, like, in my journal, but I kind of wrote about uh, just that there was something wrong with me, not so much facing my feelings. I was always trying to run away from my feelings. Mm-hmm. And after trying everything to run away, I just my feelings kept growing bigger and bigger and nothing was working anymore. And I eventually just felt like I had no choice. I couldn't run from myself anymore because my feelings were just so loud. And I just started writing them and I felt such a release and such a, I started to finally feel a little bit better. And like I could breathe again when I just started allowing my feelings to come out without trying to run from them or do anything Mm -hmm. about it, but just write them and express them that way. So, yeah, that's beautiful, honey. And I resonate so much with that just because like I myself also found myself uh, for a very long time, actually, like running at like rapid speed. Right. (laughs) It's just like the feelings and the emotions and experiences were there trying to get my attention. And I just oftentimes found myself just like, again, hiding, repressing, distracting myself, because as you mentioned, you know, we don't necessarily live in a society that's okay with the unpleasant feelings or with the unpleasant experiences. Right. It's like we are always on such a rush to feel better, to feel positive to learn the lesson where it's just like listen 
in life, it's not always about the lesson. It's not always about the feeling good. A lot of times it's about experiencing and actually honoring our humanity and everything that comes with it. A hundred percent. And I actually look at it as feeling all the feelings is good and is positive. Right. I think it's such a positive, beautiful thing that we have inside of us tears and you know, so many ways of expressing what's inside, like, what could be better than that? It's for a reason, right? Like, if we feel something, it's here for a reason. And it's so positive to feel it. And I think I agree with you. It's so sad how society kind of, you know, I think it's getting more, more popular now and more common. People are mm -hmm. understanding that it's important. But I think it's so sad that it's even looked at as something that isn't good or is negative. Like, it's such a beautiful thing to be able to just accept all feelings, no matter what they are, absolutely. and recognize that it's actually positive. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's like, I remember, like, I know that there was a point in my life where I was doing so much repressing, and I was just like, overworking myself, keeping myself busy every single minute of the day. And I understood what I was doing, but I was still doing it. In essence, I was avoiding facing the beast, facing everything that was kind of creeping up. And I just remember at that time feeling numb. Right. And sometimes we may think that, oh, yeah. I just I'd rather feel nothing than feel these awful emotions. And it's just like that's a double sided sword, because on one end, yeah, you feel nothing and you don't feel this intense pain, but you also don't feel the other spectrum of the other emotions. So it's not just that you're able to shut off the sadness or the pain or the guilt or the anger, like everything gets shut down and living in that life like it's it's so sad, honestly. I so feel and relate to that 100%. It's, it's true. We think that by running away from the hard, you know, we're just going to feel good. But it's true. We end up shutting off the capacity to feel anything. And we're not really truly living presently because you can't when there's so much of you that you're not willing to face and feel. But I totally relate to that. And I get it. I get now that I am so in touch with my grief and I'm not afraid of it and I learned to sit through the discomfort I get why people run I don't judge anyone mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like why am I doing this again like, <laughs> like so why the hell did I choose to feel this like let me go back to I can't anymore I I can't like I cannot cannot run I I I'm my eyes are too wide open and I I'm too aware but I get it like I don't blame anyone for you know for feeling like it's too much are too hard and that's why like I really have to feel it a little bit at right. a time like I couldn't just like face it all at once it definitely I had to feel it a little run feel it a little more run a little less like it's hard it's not easy feeling these things that for so long we ran from so it may I get it and I relate to that absolutely yeah. and, and also sometimes we think to kind of piggyback on that sometimes we think that grief is something that we're constantly having to feel every spectrum of our emotions at every single minute and it's not the case it's not sustainable no right and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like like you said being able to in essence like almost compartmentalize the emotions of like, okay, sadness, okay, I'm going to feel sadness today. And then tomorrow, it's like, okay, I'm going to feel the anger. And it's like, you know, easing into it and also taking a break, taking a break of just saying, okay, right now, I'm not thinking I don't want to feel I just want to like, you know, have some fun or like, you know, think about something else like that is all like, okay. And sometimes we think it has to be like one way or the other way when it can be all kinds of ways, right? A hundred percent. I feel like, like what you were saying, that sometimes actually allowing ourselves to 
take a break from feeling it is honoring the feeling because, and it is honoring ourselves and isn't distracting because the feeling, because it's giving you a rest so that you'll be able to handle feeling it. Because mm-hmm. exactly like you said, I mean, if you feel it all day, like it's just too much, you're, you're going to burn out. So I totally relate to that. And that's taken me time too to come into acceptance because sometimes even now I'll feel like, Oh, I have to, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not facing it. It can be either right. extreme. Right. But no, like, exactly like you said, like there are times you, you face it, I face it every day. And it's also kind and loving and taking care of myself and my feelings. Not to say I'm not going to feel you just to say, you know what, I know you're here. And I care about you. And I'm right here with you. But you know, it's okay to rest for a little bit, because this is really hard. Exactly. Exactly. And so like, when did you kind of I don't know if you remember, perhaps like, when did you feel like, that writing there was more to it as far as like being able to help yourself not necessarily make yourself feel better but just kind of help you support myself right support yourself and understand a little bit more about what was going on it's a really good question I don't know if I have like a specific day or time but um, I think after I had kids um Mm -hmm. you know once I became a mom I feel like you know I couldn't really run away mm-hmm. from things anymore because my my kids are like my mirrors and my triggers would come out and stuff and I couldn't just you know keep busy and forget about that I have kids right like, I have kids right there I have to take them. right and I, I I don't know what I don't know exactly what it was but I I just think one day I just took a pen and paper and started writing like I'm really frustrated and I'm really angry or I'm really upset or you know and I just it was somewhere to put my feelings other than projecting it or yelling at it or stuffing it. And I just think once I started doing it, it was like, there was no going back. Like I just saw the difference. I saw how I was able to show up in my life better because I was releasing my feelings on the paper (laughs) instead of in other more destructive ways. Right. Right. And do you feel that you were able to get a little bit more clarity and understanding as far as like what you were actually experiencing and how that showed up in your day to day? Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. It's, it's amazing. Like I'll just pick up a pen and start writing and I'll ask myself questions, you know, like, what are you feeling? And I'll even actually, I write what I'm feeling and I'll even respond to myself and validate my feelings. And without thinking, it's just, yeah, it's like, things that in my mind I can't really make sense of kind of just come out on the paper Mm -hmm. through my writing and all the noise in my head kind of make more sense and yeah definitely have a place to go to right have a place to go to because a lot of times I know it's been my experience where like the thinking the overthinking the ruminating and all the processing like it gets so loud up here that literally you can be like in a peaceful quiet environment and it feels like you're in hell it feels like you're in hell because (laughs) your mind is so loud and so for me also the experience has been like being able to just have the paper to lay it all out without the fear of judgment without the fear of being criticized or of being shamed or being told that I shouldn't or should feel this way. 100%. You know, it was just like, it's just me and the paper. Like you said, it's like the words on the paper were able to hold the weight of what I was experiencing, you know, at any given point. 
I always say my journal is my best friend because mm -hmm. <laughs> it doesn't judge me. It doesn't tell me I'm feeling too much, thinking too much, saying too much. I totally agree. And I, too, I love that I can say whatever I want, however I want, in whatever way I want. And right. it's never too much. And when I'm angry, I can, like, scribble right. and, like, like, rip the paper and um, cry and be as loud as I want, as quiet as I want. And I... I totally uh, relate to that when it's so loud in your head. And, you know, it's just such a private way that you can be seen without right. needing anybody or anything else. It's like you can always just pick up that pen and paper. Sometimes I don't have a pen and paper, but I'll do it on my phone if I'm in an exactly. uncomfortable situation or my grief is coming up. I'll just write my feelings. It's definitely an, a really great way to be seen and to release and for validation and that you can 100% be yourself. I totally feel that way as well. Absolutely. And it also allows yeah. you to like write your story, right? Like, and it doesn't even just have to be related to grief. It could be about anything else because we all have a story, right? No yeah. matter how boring we think our lives are or how uneventful it is, we all have a story. And what we're able to see on it on paper, we sometimes can even hold ourselves with a little bit more compassion because sometimes we can be so critical, so judgmental of our own self. And then when we see it on paper, we're like, damn, you, you're really going through it, girl. I'm sorry that I was so harsh uh, with you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So much. Yes. Like, I forget. And I think, like, you know, maybe I'm making a big deal. Or why am I tired? And why, like, just, you know, like everybody says, just move on. Just put a smile right. on your face. Just be happy. Just snap out of it. And then exactly, I start writing. And I see everything that I'm feeling and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're, how are you even breathing right, right now? <laughs> like, right, exactly. Like you got out of bed this morning, you're doing amazing. And exactly. Yeah, it definitely slows you down and gets you uh, to actually see what's actually happening. And like, be, like you said, be more compassionate and kind to yourself because it shows you what's actually really going on instead of all the noise. You know what it is? I think I'm just realizing now there's so many voices in my head and mm -hmm. there's so many it can be hard to really hear what's yours but when I write I'm writing my voice exactly exactly and so I'm more clear about the truth because it's mm -hmm. me and as sometimes when I write I hear other people's voice but I right away know it and I cross it out mm -hmm. and I say yeah but yeah but what's my voice as opposed to when it's in your head there's so much noise it's like hard to see clearly like this is not mine you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And you have more discernment over that when you see it in front of you, right? Because as you mentioned, when we keep it in our head, oh my goodness, like deciphering which voice is yours out of that thousand <laughs> voices that are on there, in there in a daily basis, it, it's tough. And also it, it makes just, you want to run away. Right. And it <laughs> helps you unload because again, all the experiences, the pressures, the emotions, the heartaches, and all the things that we constantly carry with us. And it's in our mind, right? Like when we're able to like release it, express it, unload it, like just find some kinds of like relief point. It helps us have a little bit more bandwidth. It helps us have a little bit more capacity, a little bit more for ourselves, just because like, again, these things will affect you cognitively. Like I remember like for me, the hardest things was like, you know, feeling like I was not able to retain information the way I used to, or feeling like I was forgetting things or feeling like I wasn't necessarily understanding things straight away. And it was because my hard drive was literally at capacity. It was constantly going and like, I had no space. I had no storage. I so relate to that. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's like, you feel like you're 
not connected mm-hmm. to your body, and it's just too much, and it's hard to think, and it's hard to remember anything. And, yeah, writing definitely was actually the only thing I could really do mm-hmm. in my – and is the only thing I can really go to in my intensity and when I feel like – I don't know. Like, like I just, I can't, there's nothing else I can do other than write. And yeah, it's, it's, it's the the most accessible way to my heart when my mind is just overwhelming me and making everything feel like I just want to shut down. So I really relate to that. And I love the fact that you mentioned accessibility because we also have to be mindful of the fact that not everyone has access to, let's say, mental health professionals or coaches or whatever supports are, you know, on the outside. And so, and sometimes it's not always like, we're not always ready to take that step. So sometimes beginning with something like writing or something that you feel like it's your own to get you started on just like kind of processing what's been going on with you can be a helpful step, right? Because it's like... And it's actually intimidating of like, oh my goodness, now I have to jump out and talk to a stranger about what I've been going through. Yes, and not only that, I feel like I realized through my writing and through, you know, validating my emotions is that no one, no matter how professional, no matter who they are, knows what I need to hear the way I, the way I know what I need to hear. And I've always, you know, doubted myself. You know, I've been gaslit a lot and told that my feelings don't make sense and I don't know what I'm talking about. So mm-hmm. I still have that voice in me. It's not the truth, mm-hmm. but I still have it. And um, I think in a way, you know, professional is definitely helpful, but I think in a way I used to feel like only professionals know what to tell me. Only professionals know how mm-hmm. to help me. Mm-hmm. And I think by writing and telling myself what it is I need to hear, I actually feel better than what anyone can ever tell me because I'm telling myself, what I need to hear and mm-hmm. who can know yourself better than you nobody exactly. nobody so exactly it, I definitely... it really gave me a sense of confidence that I can be a support to myself I don't need to find somebody to support me in order to be okay absolutely and that's actually the core of my work with people is like I help empower them to become the experts of their own grief because I told them I, I tell people all the time like I can only guide you as far as like, you know, the fundamentals of understanding the different experiences that can come up. But ultimately, you're the one, you know, living and walking in your shoes. You're the one feeling what you're feeling, right? So nobody is able to tell us what it is or this is what it's not. So really the core literally of my work is empowering people to understand that they are the experts of their grief. Not me, not anyone else. It's them. I love that that's so beautiful and that's so true and i love that you empower people to really um be the expert of their own grief because it's the truth nobody but us really can get in touch with our own feelings and know what we need but us so like you said it's just about giving people the confidence that they actually do have the capacity and i think writing really did help me give me the confidence because the more i did it the more i saw that i was getting more and more in touch with myself which made me feel so much better than anything else ever had absolutely and yeah. it's funny because even when people like I oftentimes don't correct people but this is one of the things that I actually do and I do it yeah. in a loving way obviously but when people are like oh you're the grief expert I'm like oh, the grief expert of me baby <laughs> I'm not 
<laughs> don't you dare call me no grief expert. I am not a grief expert. Every time I hear the word expert, like for me, that's like a trigger word. I'm like expert of nothing. We're experts of nothing. We specialize. We focus. You know. So for me, I'm a grief specialist. I focus on grief. You know. I feel like that's more fitting um, and more relatable than you know coming to me as a grief expert. Like if you want to learn about my grief, yeah, then yeah, I'm a grief expert. But not when it comes to sharing you about your grief. You know. Well, based on what you just said, it tells me that you're a very good expert because, because like you said, an expert expertly knows that they're not an expert of you. I love that. I love that you're aware of that because, you know, it can be easy to feel like, oh, I have all the answers for you. I know it can make us feel good or like, you know, but at the end of the day, I love that message because it's so true. Like we can never know what's best for someone else and can never understand someone's grief and can never know what works for somebody else better than them. Everybody's different. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. So, honey, thank you so much for joining me. But before we wrap up, I yeah. want you, like, is there any tips that you feel you can give our audience who may have been interested or are currently interested in starting to write but just don't know how to? Because I think that I come across that so many times. And even yeah. I myself, sometimes I'm like, I should be writing and then I don't write, right? And it can feel so daunting of like, how do I start? So even someone even said can we get some practice tips please of course we are gonna jump right into it <laughs> yes yes I love that question I think for me that the biggest answer is that there's no right way and it's just accepting whatever it is so I remember in the beginning I would write I don't know what to write and I would write that's okay you don't have to know what to write I accept you even if you don't know what to write and I think it's just no expectation and 100% acceptance and allowing yourself to not know what to say and to not know what to write and to be confused. And for me, I think the biggest tip that I have is just whatever is there, whatever comes out. Maybe imagine like if a loving child came to you and said, you know, I'm scared or I'm confused. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say. What would you tell them, right? You would say, right. oh, it's okay. You're human, right? So we are all all that little girl inside, that little boy inside that, that, you know, maybe we never got love or we deserve to be heard in that way. So this, so I think it's, it's not so much about like what to write. It's more about like how I'm meeting what's coming exactly. out. Even if what I write is I don't know what to write. Right. Just that's okay. You'll, you'll let me know when you're ready. And just creating space every day, just quiet time, just with that pen and paper in hand and just Whatever comes out, comes out, even if that's nothing. And then eventually our body started to trust me mm -hmm. and slowly started to tell me more and more. So it's not about like doing anything. It's about creating the silence and the space and the opportunity for our bodies to, to talk and to speak and to write in whatever way they want to. And the more I allow it and have compassion and hold space, automatically the more I started feeling comfortable to write. I love that. Honestly, I yeah. love that because again, like that releases the pressure of like needing it to look or sound like something specific, right? And and I completely agree where it's just like writing even I don't know what to write. You know, exactly. I, I can definitely resonate with that because I remember there was like a few times where in previous jobs, like we had like team building exercises where people would say, oh, like write how you're feeling. And I'm just like, I, me personally, I'm a writer, but I don't like being told to write. Like that's my rebel exactly. inside of me. Like I hate being told to yeah. write. When, I, when I'm told to write, I'm like, no, screw you. 
anyways, to to be a good trooper, like I would literally write on the paper, I hate this, I don't connect with this right now, or like whatever I actually was feeling. But then as I'm like, literally, you know, ranting of like, how much I hate this exercise, and all of a sudden, it started to connect of like, I'm actually writing. Right. Yeah. It's not necessarily something specific or actually it is because right now I'm riled up right now. I'm annoyed right now. I'm upset right now. I'm frustrated. Right. And so it's just really about like, again, just allowing yourself to free write and not needing it to look a specific way, you know, and, and I think that exactly. also being being able to understand that it doesn't it doesn't matter how short or how long you write. Right. It could be literally you start with writing a word writing a word, blah, yes, nice, happy, sad, whatever you want to write, exactly. the word, or nothing, right, or nothing, right, like you said, exactly, write the word nothing, and let, just let it be okay, we're so taught how to be, how to speak, mm-hmm. how to write, how to live, like, it's a space that there's no how to, there's no rules, people do not have to fit in any boxes, mm-hmm. so there's no box, and it's okay. And even if you write nothing, it's okay. And even if you hate writing, like you said, it's okay. And yeah, I think for me, like, also, I ask myself a question, like, I still wake up and hear like really negative mean voices in my head. Mm -hmm. And so I know for me, I can't control that. But what could I do? I can um, build a loving voice. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I would speak to myself like a loving person would. And I would say like, good morning, love, how are you? I would just start that way. And sometimes I would write annoyed or Mm -hmm. terrible or none of your business <laughs> right right whatever and I would just say I would respond with thank you for telling me how you feel and exactly. that could be it you know or I would just write help mm-hmm. help or I can't take this or right. like whatever it is and just be met with I hear you thank you exactly. for sharing how you feel and your feelings are valid the end like it's a, there's, there's no quick fix or solution or you know we're mm-hmm. not formulas we're just mm-hmm. human beings that can be everything and anything. <laughs> Absolutely. And, yeah. and again, just a, just a few more tips that I know can help some people. Like, for instance, I'm the type that I need a pretty journal. Like, it needs to speak to me. It needs to say, girl, get me out of here. <laughs> Mine actually. Yeah, I'd love just, to see it. I paid $30 in Barnes & Noble. for you. You're worth it. This is mine. So this is Aww, mine. It's so pretty. Um, I love it. It says, take care, which is like, girl, take care of yourself. And yeah. then it has stickers, which it was so funny. I was buying it with my sister-in-law. And the first thing that I paid attention was the stickers. And she was like, are you a child? <laughs> I was like, listen, I like my stickers. <laughs> so again, even like get the ones with prompts that you feel resonate with you because sometimes that can also help it like be a little bit more guided if you feel like you need something to kind of start you off if you feel like blank pages are not going to do it for you you need someone to start off a sentence then that can be also a helpful way um, of just kind of like starting on your journey and understanding that again no one is reading this this is yours this is your prized possession it's just you and that notebook. It's not going to judge you. It's not going to shame you. It's not going to criticize you. It's not going to say anything to you. It's just going to hold the weight of all of your words and your experiences. Yes. Yes. I love that. Yes. Definitely. Yes. 
So, honey, thank you so much for sharing in this beautiful conversation with me. I absolutely love your energy. Thank and you. And she's so beautiful, honestly. Like, uh-huh. I told you that. I'm like, oh, my goodness, she is so beautiful. Like, That's so sweet. Well, I love your energy. You're so <laughs> accepting you. and kind and, and loving. And I, I thank you for reaching out absolutely. to me. I, this has been a pleasure. Absolutely. Now, where can our audience find you and your blog post? Because you do have a blog post. So like, where can they find you? Yeah. So um, on Instagram and Facebook, live, love, inner peace. And then I also have a um, podcast called Reclaim Your Voice. um, Mm. That is on all platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much, honey. And we will definitely be talking soon again, because I feel like we have so many more gems to be dropping. And (laughs) I really appreciate everyone that joins. And if you're catching the replay, comments below, what are your thoughts? Do you like writing? Do you want to start writing? And what are some tips that you feel like resonate with you? So I'll see you soon, honey. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find Lindsay on her Instagram or Facebook at life after loss and you can find me on instagram or facebook at live love inner peace you can also email me at reclaim your voice podcast at gmail.com